Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, which features the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Taxi service quality is a perennial bugbear with commuters in Singapore. It is not uncommon to hear of people complaining about the difficulty in getting a taxi, especially during peak hours and rainy days, even though Singapore has the highest taxi population per head among developed cities. Relevant government agencies have been working with taxi companies to formulate and implement measures to improve taxi service quality, but clearly more can and needs to be done to raise the level of taxi service and efficiency. Associate Professor Cheng Shifen of SMU School of Information Systems is the Deputy Director at the Fujitsu SMU Urban Computing and Engineering Corp Lab. He's been researching on the issue of dynamic supply and demand of taxis in Singapore. In this podcast, Prof Cheng shares with us his research and offers possible solutions to the problem of taxi availability in Singapore. Professor, can you briefly describe the current taxi situation in Singapore? Yeah, I think uh, Singapore is one of the countries that we have uh, per capita highest numbers of taxi. Right? So one of the questions that... Uh, administrator always uh, are looking at is are we taking advantage for potential of this large fleet we right now have uh, around 28,000 uh, official taxi and this is not counting sub-party booking app such as Grab and Uber right so one of the challenge over here really is how do you make sure that they are serving as many people as they can at their full capacity and then uh, if they are not how are you going to help them what specific challenges are you working on and what are your proposed solutions? Yeah, okay, so if you look at uh, the, uh, the set of the rules that LTA has put across, uh, they mostly governs, uh, number one, the, uh, the quality of the booking service. Right? So they have a very specific uh, regulation regarding uh, the success rate and the response time uh, when the booking call come in. Um, but uh, and the second uh, item that they also regulate a lot um, is uh, amount of time a particular taxi need to spend on the road. But one thing that is really out of this um, scope is really how effectively you are serving customer just on the street, right? Essentially, if the, the way to say is that you have three hills, you have booking jobs, and sometimes taxi driver also go to taxi queues, right? So regulating, booking calls is just one aspect of it. You still need to provide a proper way of guiding all those taxi drivers so that they know where to serve customer. And this is the major thing that really we are working on. Most of them are related to how to uh, really match the supply and demand, right? So if you look at the whole city, based on our analysis over the past few years, you can see that uh, we, and most of the time, right, we have enough numbers of taxis roaming the street, serving customers, but it just have patches of places ar across the city where either you have too much demand or you have too much supply. And this imbalances is the, the kind of phenomena we aim to uh, eliminate, right? So uh, we just simply call it the, uh, the elimination of supply and demand imbalances. And the way we achieve it is to provide guidances. So uh, there are various different ways where uh, guidances can be provided. Um, one way, the most straightforward way, is to provide additional information for drivers 
to uh, decide, right? I mean, then on their own, they can decide where to move to. Uh, one good example is uh, the Zhangyi Airport area, right? So if you look at it, uh, prior to the December of 2009, drivers doesn't really have any form of guidance, right? But after that, as in, in December of 2009, uh, there's an electronic signboard that was set up. Uh, that signboard basically just provide uh, two pieces of information. First is numbers of queuing taxi at each individual terminal. Second is um, uh, the number of uh, landing flights. With only this actually two pieces of information, you see that taxi drivers are making significant improvement in terms of the, uh, the quality of their decision. They are spending less time waiting in the queue, but at the same time, uh, they are getting more jobs from the airport area. Right? So this is, I think, one very positive example, just demonstrating if you are able to deliver information to taxi drivers, even just very small amount of information, potentially it can lead to great improvement in the efficiency. And this is kind of decision, and this is the kind of uh, decision support uh, we would like to produce and we would like to deliver to taxi drivers. And the, the hope is that by providing those information, providing those decision support to the driver, uh, you will be able to uh, achieve uh, really higher performance level and better service quality without adding new cars to the road. So uh, this is the first uh, area we are looking at. And uh, the second area we are looking at is to see whether or not it's actually possible to encourage the sharing of vehicles. And more specifically, in this case, it will be sharing of taxis. We last year conducted a limited field trial at the SunTech Convention Center just to test whether or not people are able to appreciate this idea. And it turns out that actually people are open to this kind of idea. We see actually quite a number of people are willing to, uh, even just uh, with a stranger, they're willing to share taxi uh, with, uh, with them. And uh, along the process, we def definitely see that uh, if you aggregate enough numbers of riders together, um, they can save money and you can actually serve more people with a single vehicle, right? So this is potentially, I think, is a direction where, um, again, uh, under the assumption that you are not increasing taxi population, how you can serve significantly more passengers with exactly the same numbers of uh, taxi in the fleet. With the emergence of private car for hire and taxi booking apps such as Uber and Grab, would you propose solutions be applicable to these drivers who are essentially a boss unto himself? Right now our focus is taxi, right? The way we see it, taxi in terms of flexibility, in terms of decision making, they are actually not too different from the private hire car service like Uber or Grab. The only difference over here is that to be a taxi driver, you have to, at the present time, go through this vocational license scheme, which means that is a more rigorous scheme of uh, more rigorous requirement. And second thing is that as a taxi driver, you are required to drive a minimum distance per day, where for Grab and Uber, you don't have that requirement. But beyond that, if you are really comparing Apple to Apple, right, in both cases, drivers who are delegated to provide uh, transport service on an almost full-time basis. I always say that's a kind of problem faced by then will be almost identical, right? Um, 
another thing that I think probably slightly different uh, will be uh, as an Uber driver, uh, actually Uber and Grab as a company, they are not subject to this um, regulation where you have to charge everybody in the same manner, right? So uh, they are able to adjust the price based on the demand dynamically and use that particular information and use that as an incentive to encourage more supply to come to the market. So this is the major difference. But in terms of the challenge that I just talked about, which is to balance the supply and demand, that part of the question, I think, is commonly faced by both the other uh, taxi drivers and also Uber or Grab drivers. Not too different. But of course, the approach where you can solve those problems will be slightly different. Would your research be applicable beyond Singapore? Yeah, definitely I, I see great potential, particularly for uh, the cities where it's facing issue, strong competition from Uber um, and strong uh, opposition from taxi drivers not to allow Uber to operate, right? So you see that all the other cities, all the other major cities where Uber are currently operating in, right? most of those cities, you see very unhappy taxi drivers and governments, they are facing very, really very high pressure really to try to make this very difficult decision whether or not to legalize Uber or not, right? So from the uh, citizens' uh, perspective, you see great potential, great benefit for all the citizens in the city, right? Because it provide better uh, services, provide uh, cheaper rights, but at the same time, you also have this very protected industry uh, in the uh, taxi industry, right? But I think Singapore actually provide a very good example just to demonstrate that uh, driving taxi doesn't equate uh, low efficiency or bad service, right? So if you are able to provide uh, service just like the one that we have in Singapore, you might be able to compete just as well uh, with Uber, just like the other uh, taxi companies that we have in Singapore. So definitely I see great potential if we can uh, really uh, put this particular uh, thing that we are currently studying in, into a practice. Definitely this kind of experience or the tool that we are developing along the way um, can be used elsewhere as well. Going forward, what are your research plans? Uh, There's three different uh, things that I just mentioned. Right? So balancing supply and demand at the three roaming level and also balancing supply and demand at the queue level. Like, and also try to provide ride sharing as a service mode for taxi. Uh, they are all ongoing project, right? So we are working on uh, try to uh, beyond just uh, studying on the uh, the research paper paper level. We try to make it into prototypes, right? The most important thing that we would like to demonstrate is that these are the ideas that um, not just applicable on paper, right? So we want to show that. Uh, it can indeed bring benefit to taxi drivers. Right? So one of the very important things uh, we can foresee for the next coming 12 months that we plan to do is to develop a proper platform and develop a prototype such that we can conduct real experiment. Right? We want to see this happen in practice. We like to measure how significant and improvement in performance that we can bring to those drivers. Thank you, Professor. Thanks.